Hello everyone, welcome back to Dualism and Doctor Who series. Today I'm joined with some, some great people um, who are going to introduce themselves in a minute, but today we're going to talk a lot about Doctor Who, um, maybe a little bit about Crohn's as well, because me and Jack have Crohn's, and awesome yeah. um, that um, we all have, and Katie does some really good work, not just with autism, some lots of different things. But um, but yeah, so Jack, I'm going to go start with you if you do an introduction of yourself. Jack Monaghan, voice actor for Mujag and the Order Code Secret. And also Big Finish List person. Big Finish List. So, um, um, a callback. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You got a callback? Wait, no. are you like. <gasps> no, I'm. No, I'm just on their uh, list of contacts in case they need someone like me. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's, That's still brilliant. That's amazing. Yeah. That's very exciting. So you have to... And, I've, and I and when I went to inquire, they said they have studios down in London and one in Wales. Oh, wow. Oh, great. That is... That's awesome, Jack. So, like, yeah. yeah. Make sure you have to... You keep it all up to date if you, if you ever get that call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Katie, um, up to you. Hi, my name is Katie Haynes. I am a 13th Doctor cosplayer and I do a lot of comfort videos, videos just as the doctor, um, videos for LGBTQIA rights, and it's great to be back on. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's been a while because um, our episode was about the, the Easter time, like which yes. released uh, the exact episode that the Legends of the Sea Devil did. So, um, that was nice. <laughs> that, that, I'll tell you, that day was very, very rough for me. I was not ready to see the teaser for Jody's final episode. And I did just, yesterday, I just bought, um, Cost Daddy has officially released Jody's uh, Sea Devil's costume. So I just put in my order for that. Um, and I'm very excited to be able to wear that as well. Basically, anything jo Jody has touched or used, um, I mean, I I would love it if the BBC would send me a piece of her TARDIS. I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, right. Oh, they can send you a signed copy of Attack the Block, one of the films she starred in. That would be amazing. I love yeah. that movie. She it's a brilliant uh, film. Her uh, her scene with John Boyega where she goes into his apartment is like etched in my brain. It hurts me so much. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 like she like I think like she was in Broadchurch and she was also in a series called Trust Me That I Saw, um, Jodie. So she, I think she'd go on big things afterwards as well. Like what, what and she, she was in a movie. And she was also in a movie directed by Paddy Considine. All right. An autistic actor and director. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so she's in big things. Um, and, like, normally after you've been in Doctor Who, you you, you continue, you go in really good things as well. Or you go to Big Finish. Yeah, yeah, most do, don't they? Most go to Big Finish. Um, so, James... Sorry, my connection dropped out. My connection dropped out. Oh, I apologise. No, no worries, Katie. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll just go to James, if you want to do your introduction. Hi, I'm James. I have autism. I've been a Whovian for as long as I've been, I can remember. Uh, I'm a primarily 10th and 11th Doctor cosplay, but I started cosplaying 9th as well. All right. Yeah, so I, it's good you do all that. Like, you, you do your little series as well, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do, like, lots of TikToks. I've got my own, like, disability podcast as well uh, about uh, all sorts of disabilities. It started out about autism, but it's for anyone and everyone. Yeah, that's great. Um, Kate, are you still with us? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm still with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, my, my internet's been wonky recently. Okay. Uh, I, I understand that because um, I thought it, it happens and it goes sometimes, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so guys, are we looking forward to, well, I suppose it's hard to say, like, are you looking forward to episode late this year like Jodie's last episode if Chibnall doesn't screw it up maybe <laughs> um yeah I it's gonna hurt 
this uh, this episode is um i think really gonna leave me in an emotional state i'm not ready to say goodbye to her shooty got what is gonna be incredible I've been watching Sex Education, watching his performance. He's going to be in phenomenal as the doctor. But Jody has Jody has kind of come to be my second part and has given me an outlet to um, really kind of interact with people in a different way and bring light to people in a different way. And it is... I know she will come back for big. She she knows she'll come back for big finish is what she's trying to say. Yes, yeah, I think you're right there, Jack. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I might voice act alongside her. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Finish. Do me know? I will freak out. Um, but I um, it will it will be. I know she'll do a phenomenal job on this last episode. I just. I feel like she got robbed because of COVID. I feel like they had, because they had to cut so much of Flux short, had it been a 10 episode series rather than a six, I think honestly think we would have gotten more out of it. And again, I love, I, I will. She will love her. That's what she's trying to say. <laughs> Given the uh, internet on her side is dropping out, I have to fill in. Yeah. Well it's good we've got a voice actor on here um and she also and also colin baker and sylvester mccoy had michael grade jody whittaker had covid all right yeah although Stand covid by. is probably preferable to michael grade yeah especially if your name's chris morris yeah they're they're all doing great things aren't they like Sylvester McCoy, um, right. We're, we're Scottish actors. Doctor Who likes Scottish actors, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I don't know why. I'm... Probably privatized internet over at your end. Yeah, I'm real. I'm sorry about the going in and out, guys. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> also, <laughs> while, also while we're on the subject of Jodie Whittaker, given her accent, it just made me realise how good Victoria Wood would have been as the Doctor. And Maxine Peak too. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would all be. Yeah, definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Katie, you still there? She's there, but in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Broken think... broadband spirit. Yeah. I think Katie will just hop, hop in, hop yeah. out when uh internet's going in and out um but um but yeah so jack um yeah how, like have you done any um other yes i am i am i am i don't know i don't know what's... it says my connection is unstable i'm gonna try to jump in from my phone maybe that will be better okay. okay no problem we can wait <laughs> uh, we have enough data yeah oh yeah no problem with that I can get on screen. You wanted to ask me something, Mason? Yeah, like, have you been doing, uh, what have you been doing much since we, we last spoke? Apart from moving into this new digs. Okay. So you, you just, when, when did you move then? Uh, last weekend. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm hey, moving this I, weekend. <laughs> what was that, Katie? I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have to restart my network or what's going on but anyway we should i don't want to take up your guys's time let's continue yeah okay, okay. So we can just stay for the minute because yeah yeah so 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 with um katie um what would you like to happen in the last episode with jody if your internet is still stable and if not that question is for everyone <laughs> me can you still hear me yeah we can still hear you yeah okay awesome um i would love in the final episode the idea of a perfect episode would be after he's fought off against the master 
Um, my ending would be that she and Yaz look at each other. If we get a kiss, that would be phenomenal, but I don't know if that'll happen. She takes if she get, Yaz's If they hand, get a kiss, the Daily they, Mail will explode. Well, then let it explode. Um, <laughs> oh, it'd be perfect if, if it happened. The, if um, uh, she takes Yaz's hand, they go into the TARDIS, the TARDIS doors shut, and the TARDIS dematerializes. And then we go to credits. And then in the next episode, it would immediately go into either David coming back or bottom line, I want the, the implication I want is that Jody and Yaz went off and had more adventures. That way it can lead into big finish. That way it could lead into more comics. Um, or if you have the really dirty mind, some sort of erotica. All right. Yeah, I think I just ruined that moment for you. Yeah. Yeah, so so James, what um that like how do you think autism is relevant? Well, I think we talked about it before, but you can say it again if you want. I think Doctor Oh. Never mind. Oh, she's back. She's back. I have no idea what happened, but <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, okay. that's that is essentially what I want. I just want the thirteenth doctor to get, you know, a happy ending in a way. I know no doctor really does get a happy ending. Eleven kind of got one. But I want it just to suggest that they had adventures and that there is some peace. Like every every doctor except for, well, ten got to say goodbye to everybody. Yeah. So yeah. a little bit of peace. Yeah, yeah. It, it it would be nice, wouldn't it, for her? Well, like all the kind of all the companions, most of the companions of her will come back anyway. Yeah. Um, but you've got Buddy Walsh with Graham coming back. You've yeah. got um. I don't know. I don't know if Ryan's character will be returning. Apparently, um, so. Bernard Cribbins will be back in the sixtieth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I look forward to that. He actually auditioned to be the fourth Doctor, but uh, they turned him away because his ideas were too radical. Oh. <laughs> radical. And then you got Tom Baker's era. And yeah. Brian Blessed was. And Brian Blessed auditioned to be the second Doctor. Oh wow! All right. Didn't know that. Yeah, and yeah. also Blue Peter presenter Peter Purvis was considered for James Bond. Sorry, I think I just got that mixed up. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, like... that would be something if it wasn't. Yeah. Yes. It's all, now it's pay all... attention, 007. You will make this out of toilet rolls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. But, um... But, yeah, so, what do you guys see happening? Do you see... Shooty coming straight away, or do you see Shooty not seeing David come into Joe after Jody, and then seeing Shooty later on in 2023? I think, like, just looking at what's around, and I try to avoid like spoilers and things, but I don't think we're going to see Shooty till probably Christmas next year. And I think if the rumors are true, we're getting three 60th specials instead of one long one. Uh, Maybe. Maybe it's going to be a sort of, and then, yeah, because Russell's and then suddenly they feel it like the Force, different incarnations, and they're like, "What the? What was that?" Or something like that. Could be, yeah, because they're teasing it's going to be a completely different regeneration for Jodie. I mean, it's going to be an emotional episode because, like, for me, Jodie's been an amazing Doctor, and like, she's been like a landmark stories, especially with her storylines with Yaz and then even with Doctor Who Redacted as well. Like, do you get that in the States, Kingston? Yes, I yeah. listened to all of Doctor Who Redacted. I loved it. I thought it was really phenomenally yeah. written. Um, I love, I was sad that we didn't get more of Jodie. Yeah. Uh, but I thought her, I, I thought her final, the final episode, episode 10 was fantastic. And I've 
got the audio from my fiance and I am eventually going to perform it. Oh, that'd be amazing. It was just beautiful storyline, wasn't it? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I hope they make it to on screen. That would be great, honestly. And I think I agree with you. Um, I think what's going to happen is because uh, she's gone again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've got a good name for this episode. <laughs> what, she's gone again? I- oh. <laughs> so, sorry, you dropped out. Would you care to repeat oh. what you just said? Someone was redacting oh. Katie. Uh, yeah, no, I'm getting redacted. I, I'm too close to 13. Yeah. I'm getting redacted. But um, I think because Shooty is still filming the last season of Sex Education, I think you're right. We're not going to get him until Christmas of next year. But if I had to guess, I think you're right. I think we're getting one episode with 10. We're going to get one episode with 11. And if the rumors are true, we're going to get one episode with 12. Yeah. And I would love it if Jody yeah. could come back for one of those. Yeah, I, I think it, it, it's going to be it's going to be great. Like, um, like I think David is back. Not only he loves the show himself, it's just to get um, people back to watching it. Because if you see David Tennant on the screen, um, people could either come back, aren't they, from lost viewers from the writing of recent series? Even though they've been really good episodes, but it's just um, a bit different. Um, um, but it's I've I've enjoyed Jody, um, but um, like it'd be nice to have her back for the 60th and somehow somehow. Um, and also love... for bit and also have her back for some big Finnish stories. Yeah, yeah. So yours truly yeah. can uh, voice alongside <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. get thirteen in Yaz on big Finnish. Just get their own little. That's adventure. it. That's why <laughs> I want them to kind of have that. And then that way they can have their own adventures. Yeah. We can have more comics because I will stand by the fact that I, I love some of what Chibnall did. I owe Chibnall a lot for giving us yeah. Jody. Um, yeah. I don't agree with a lot of the writing in a lot of the episodes. I still yeah. enjoy it. I still think they're great. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see more of her done yeah. big finish. Cause I think, I think yeah. it's going to be a repeat yeah. of six where she's really going to thrive under big finish. Yeah, definitely a hundred percent agree. Yeah. She's going to do like normally after Dr. Who, like it's normally like, like with, um, Shutigatwa, like, you know, it's going to be an actor who's the doctor who's not been in many other things beforehand. And afterwards, they're going to get better. Like, look at yeah. Matt Smith. He's now going to be in House of Dragons, which was going to air soon. And um, Karen Gillan's been with Marvel. Um, we know David Tennant's been in much really good things as well. Um, and like even like Chris Workerston, yeah. he's been in autism things as well. Yeah. Um, it would also be uh, nice if Jenna Coleman got some big finished stories as well. Yeah. Especially, uh, since, yeah. especially since Clara went off on her own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Her and Maisie Williams. Yeah, yeah, because they went off to give it, didn't they? Yeah. If they need a bit of cash, that is. Yeah. What if they turned up in like one of the sixtieth, just randomly? That'd be fun. Oh, that would be amazing. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Imagine if maybe like thirteen came into it, possibly with a companion that wasn't with her a lot of possibly come with Bill or something like yeah. 13 comes oh, with Bill that would be great yeah yeah because I thought like it would be nice if Bill didn't get killed off it would have been nice yeah. her to go on with 13 oh definitely and also and also maybe some alternate incarnations of the Doctor like the leader from the John Pertwee story Inferno okay that'd be good that's a really good story <laughs> Yeah. Because according to prose, the leader was an alternate incarnation of the third Doctor. In fact, oh, if I also joined the the show as a writer, I'd probably have an episode based around that, and Hugh Laurie would be my pick to play the leader. All right, that would be great. Be great. Especially since, if you look at a behind-the-scenes photo of the leader, he actually does kind of look like him. Yeah. Oh, that that that's pretty cool, Jack. 
Um, I mean, we had Stephen Fry in Spyfall. Let's get his comedy partner in here. Yeah, he needs to be in it at some point too, Laurie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, the, do you guys think from the Masters should like have a little break? Or do you think it, like, because... Oh yeah, I think uh, I think they should try another villainous Time Lord that's been uh, dormant for a while. Maybe someone like Omega or uh, the Rani. Yeah. Well, there was or the Valiard. Oh, the Valiard would be good. There were rumours with Omega, because I was at uh, a Doctor Who Comic Con just before COVID, and they were pitching a new K9 series with Omega as the main villain. But Affirmative. Yeah, <laughs> but it sort of went dormant because it's going to be it was going to be joint produced by the BBC and think it was I've got Nickelodeon in my mind or something like that. But yeah, it sounded really good, and I don't know where that went. I'm guessing COVID might have killed that off. I want K9, but <laughs> oh, I want K9 in the centenary or one of the sixty. <laughs> oh, and there's all also there's a series I watch on YouTube. It was called What If Doctor Who Wasn't Axe in 1989. Yeah. Yeah. Omega appeared in it, and he was played by Patrick Stewart. Oh, wow. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah, because... And the Valiard was in the series, played by Charles Dance. All right. Yeah. Like, I've got K9 right there, so I want him back. Oh. <laughs> He's um, my favourite companion, hands down. No question, my favourite companion. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Once, uh, once my uh, Year 7 drama teacher did a Doctor Who play called Children of Evil, and then I wrote a sequel script to it, and K9 had a companion, a robotic chicken called Egg One. Oh, oh. that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. like that. In hindsight, the script was pretty shite. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Maybe, I'm, maybe it's just me being overly critical of it. Okay, yeah. But... Doctor Who is um, it's, it's very exciting because they, they, they say they want to go into the multiverse, don't they? Of, yeah. Um, like the multiverse enters the multiverse, so maybe this what this is. Maybe it's a dream that David Tennant and Donna are there. Maybe it's a human metacross a Doctor, but um, like, do you guys want David Tennant to be that regeneration, or would you rather it not be? No, it would just be a bit of a the sign the BBC are like, we just want to go back to the glory days and sometimes that doesn't work out no i agree a thousand percent i love i love david i love the 10th doctor honestly i just think he's overused yeah also i think uh, russell t davis has probably matured a bit since 2010 so hmm. with things like years and years and it's a sin yeah it's um yeah I want to make it clear, no hate for the 10th. I'm sorry, I didn't no. even interrupt you. Yeah. Right. I'd like to see him play an alternate version of the 10th Doctor if it is from another universe yeah. rather than playing like the 10th Doctor mm. like we've seen. Yeah, there's a fifth one. Yeah, well, we've got another edition, guys. Um, David's just heard us. David yeah. Tennant's just heard <laughs> Yeah. David. David. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, David. <laughs> Insanity happened, and uh, I've, I've never rushed so fast to a computer in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. How are you doing? Tired, been at work all yeah. day, but doing good. Uh, yeah, conscious. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but um, it's, it's it's good of you to be here. Um, sorry, uh, no, 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 no worries. Um, fine. It, it's fine. Um, so yeah. Well, we were just talking about uh, what were we just talking about? Um, anyone? Uh, about just uh, just the sixtieth, the the hundredth, the sixtieth anniversary, and uh, all sorts of random stuff. Yeah, in the, between the sixtieth anniversary and David Tennant um, being overused, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. I mean, we've talked about this, Mason. I, I just, um, I love Ten. I really do. But I find Ten the most overused. And I understand why, because he, he did bring in, I guess you could call it the golden age of modern Who, but it, it was 
I just find it it's kind of overused now uh, with 10. Um, he's always the go-to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where, like, if I, I can guarantee you, if you if you ask Matt, he'd do it in a heartbeat. And yeah. I'm sure if you convinced uh, Capaldi to do it, he I'm sure he would come back and do it. And if you got the Lazarus Pit, you could get John Hurt back as well. Oh, I would love... See, I, lo- I, I love the War Doctor. It just... Yeah. Two episodes and audio series. He's now one of my favorite doctors of all time. Maybe they'll also, uh, if given they ever got the technology to revive dead actors, CGI and all that, maybe based on this uh, what if and the fact they were considering him to replace McCoy had the series not been axed, maybe a version of the doctor played by Richard Griffiths. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose um, nice. he was twice considered for the role of the Doctor, once to replace Tom Baker and again to replace McCoy. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it, it, it would be nice to have... Um, like I, 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 I've said this before, like maybe characters in singular episodes haven't been that well-known characters as much as the recurring ones like Doctors yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, or... Uh, or better still, Brian Blessed as an alternate second Doctor, given he was considered to replace Hartnell before Troughton was confirmed. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. With Brian, I was just picture Flash Gordon. It's stuck in my head now. <laughs> an iconic film. <laughs> I know it is. But that, that's why. It's yeah. like every time someone says Brian Blessed, all I can go is, fly my Hawkman! <laughs> Gordon's alive! <laughs> and they also considered a female doctor for, to replace Colin Baker. They had Don French, Joanna Lumley, and Francis Delator in mind. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I think yeah. one, one of the things that a lot of people don't realise is, I mean, even Sidney Newman had considered a female doctor at one point. But I think at the time it was just unheard of. And, and um, yeah, controversial to be to be said, but that was the time period. But I mean, even Sidney Newman, the creator, had considered it. But yeah, uh, I, I think it would have been interesting uh, as a what if in history if we had got one early on, and how the show would have proceeded, and especially how the fans would have reacted. But I think, given that we've had almost 60 years now of mostly um, obviously men playing the role. I think it's created what I call the James Bond effect, where you just can't think of any anyone else, really. Well, uh, well, they did actually cast Joanna Lumley in The Curse of Fatal Death alongside Rowan Atkinson. They did. Who was considered to play the Eighth Doctor before they cast Paul McGann. Yeah. Um... I think it was like a kind of poke and it's like, all right, guys, this is kind of like how they did with Missy, just like, all right, guys, let's see, let's see how they react with it. But because I think it was the whole episode was considered a parody or a satire, I think yeah. people just kind of not thought of it. Yeah. It just like, oh, it's, it's a joke, isn't it? But yeah. and it was like, um, yeah, joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you do think of that. Like, what if a girl was cast? Um, a lot of doctors in advance. It was really good. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because like, like it, I, I love to have done it because I love to being more diverse now with with, with different yeah. things. Yeah. Um, in Doctor Who, and it's nice to continue that. Um, like, um, me and David spoke about before um, mm. about like the Doctor possibly being autistic and and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, it's really good that I've heard the show is improving. Like, oh, I agree. Yeah. Like, and like I think Jodie's ears, especially like obviously having the first like same sex couple with Yaz and yeah. thirteen with the first trans. Uh, I suppose you can. They are companions. I class them as extra companions and redacted mm. as well. I think it's just been a testament, and I think that's going to leave a long legacy for years to come. And you've got Yasmin Finney on the uh, horizon as well. Yeah, Yasmin yeah. Finney as well. Heart stopper. Um, oh, it's really good. I think this is what we, we talked about, Mason. I think 
even though Jody's at the end of her era, and yes, it has been a very rough patch um, in terms of writing and stuff, 13 is going to soar when it comes to audio and also yeah. comics and stories, because Redacted was fantastic. Yeah. But that just goes to show how well 13 worked when, when the writing is brilliant. And I think 13 is going to be like Colin Baker, where... Yes, people look back at the live-action series and maybe go, well, that wasn't as good, but then that was because of the writing, and then, whoa, holy crap, the audio-like story yeah. is going to be fantastic. And I think she's going to find a whole bigger audience uh, when yeah. she gets a hold of her. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree. Because 13 deserves another crack at the whip. Yeah. Um, and under someone else who has... I don't want to say like more imagination, but you know what I mean. Better kind of um, stories, I guess, would be the. Well, they've yeah. got quite a number. Yeah. Although I don't think Robert Sherman's that active nowadays. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I will but... get on it. Oh, sorry. No, uh, uh, go ahead, Katie. Again, I I just have to reiterate. I love some of the things Chibnall did. Um, and I will, I am that person who will get up and defend episodes like Orphan 55. I will stand, I, 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 saw, I know, I will, I will stand on that soapbox no, and defend fair. it until the day I. And he also did an episode of Russell T. Davis's era, 42. I actually like 42. I'll say it, I like 42. I think, I think he did the, um. Well, I forgot what it's called. When it's Amy went, times. when Amy went underneath the sand or, or underneath the earth. Well, the Silurian episode. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I will also. And he also wrote some episodes I, of Life I, on I Mars also... as well. What was that, Katie? Sorry. Oh no, no, no! I was just saying. I think he would have benefited from having another a side writer or yeah. somebody or or someone else helping him because he does drama yeah. so well. Um. But I think, you know, I could I could actually rewrite the whole ending of Kerblam. Um, but yeah. again, and, and, and again, Jody, all of the actors do a phenomenal job. Um, but I think there's I, I just I think that there is a lot that could have been done with the writing to make her seasons even stronger. That yeah. being said, there are episodes that will stay in my mind for the rest of my life. And as I've said, Jody has seared herself onto my heart. Heart, heart. I, <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. Oops, sorry. Also, comic book writer Grant Morrison offered his services to Doctor Who in 2012. Oh, wow. All right. Um, and Jay Michael Straczynski also threw his hat in the ring when Chibnall decided to leave. Seriously? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. From Babylon 5 to Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, Babylon 5 and also a few Spider-Man titles along yes, the way. Yes, I've got, I yeah. have his Spider-Man titles. I have, uh, I have his Spider-Man titles. At least it's not one more day. Oh, God. Or, or since past. Yeah. Not his proudest moments, I'll give you that. I think I think his later stories are better. Let's... Like oh, sorry, Kate. No, 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 no. I that was me cringing at <laughs> um do, James, do you do you know Spider-Man at all? I do uh, I know some of the comics and I've recognized the titles, but I've never actually read them, but I've seen reviews around them and I, I know the reaction from the fans to those titles. <laughs> One day more is essentially. Oh, I don't know. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can still hear you. One day, and and uh, David and Jack jump in on me if I'm if I'm right or wrong here. One day more is actually considered worse than the Clone Saga. Oh wow! Oh yeah, because would, they screw would, over everything. Yeah, I would agree. It's, it I'm is. Have to read these. <laughs> No, Not I, to I mention one of the characters is, has a very awkward way of walking like this. It's, it, it is considered probably among the top 10 worst things ever yeah. done in Spider-Man, if not ever done in Marvel, yeah. story-wise. Yeah. 
Oh, and also some other comic book writers were involved in Doctor Who comics, and one of them was Alan Moore. Oh! I didn't know that. Oh, really? So you like that I made your favourite Time Lord a heroin addict? <laughs> Who doesn't even use a sonic screwdriver? <laughs> that actually happened? <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think me and Mason was talking about this. It's like if it is kind of sixtieth rather than doing one decisive story, kind of an anthology um, yeah. of stories. Yeah. I'm really hoping for Eleven to come back with the ponds yeah. as as a side story. Um, yeah. I'd love to see Matt come back because I mean the hairstyle he's got right now yeah. very series five, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh please! I want to see maybe a, come back. <laughs> or maybe an alternate incarnation of the Twelfth Doctor, where it's Malcolm Tucker. <laughs> oh no! You Doctor got, Who. Kate's comics. Yeah, they are awesome. Which best thirteen yeah. stories right here, and the best thirteen storyline of all quality. Yeah. Hidden human history. Are there any uh, yeah, prominent comic book writers you'd want to see write a Doctor Who story? Like, for instance, Grant Morrison, given he threw his hat into the ring. Uh, mine would probably be a surprising one. <laughs> I'd love to see Jeff Johns take on a Doctor Who story. For those given his work during know, DC, of course. Yeah. For those who don't know, he wrote. he's the reason why Green Lantern had a spike in popularity. His stories like Blackest Night and Brightest Day are just fan freaking tastic. I'd just love to don't, just don't let Frank Miller anywhere near Doctor Who, given how downhill oh. he's gone in recent years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just want. I I will say this really quick. I just want a really good Doctor Who game to come out at some <laughs> yeah. point with the ladies. Well, yes. I like to... Oh, what was the one on PlayStation with Matt Smith's Doctor? That was really good. And they were oh, yeah, the, the, um, the Infinity... Um... Adventure Games. No. Was the Adventure Games. City of the Daleks was one of them. Uh, the Infinity Clock? Yeah, um, that's it, yeah. Eternity that Clock. fantastic. I yeah. enjoyed that. I know, and they were going to do more and more, but then uh, I think, yeah, they just, just cancelled them, which the, was all. The ones on PlayStation to, are bad. Just don't give it to Electronic Arts. Yeah. <laughs> you get microtransactions galore there. <laughs> I'll tell you, like Edge of Time and Edge of Reality. If you played the Edge of, if you played the VR game, there's not oh, much that's... difference with the actual like Edge of Reality. There's the yeah. only difference is that you got David Tennant added onto it. Let's see oh. what Hideo Kojima could do with a Doctor Who game. I, I you'll laugh at this. Like I bought it on PS5 just because it was dirt cheap. I bought the deluxe edition, and my my friend was like. Why don't you just get the regular one? I mean, it's no different. I'm like, because the deluxe edition has the capacity to let me play with Matt Smith's screwdriver. Like, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> worth it. I got it, the deluxe it was worth well. it to me. <laughs> I could change the screwdriver to Matt Smith's screwdriver. <laughs> and so that's what I'm playing with right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts on Hideo Kojima probably doing a Doctor Who game? If, yeah, I mean, he's got the imagination flipping heck. I mean, if anyone was to do a big epic scale, Ido Kojima could do it. Um, I, I, I could see that. There are rumors about a Lego game for the 60th. Yeah, yeah Lego Dimensions that. was great when they had the Doctor Who pack. I love that. That's my favorite. I love the one. fact that every time you die, like you you died of that, you regenerated into another Doctor. It was fun. I know. It's brilliant. You could just like choose your favorite one by dying over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Oh, that that'd be yeah. I I would be down for another Lego one because surprisingly, the best Doctor Who modern ones have been like the Lego games. Yeah. And they did a Doctor Who Lego idea set, which uh, is discontinued now. Yeah. Yeah. It it would be good for that to happen. Um, Sign a petition. Get Lego to make more Doctor Who sets. Yeah. Big... Give me thirteen. I don't. I'm not even a huge Lego fan. Give me thirteen as a Lego set, please. 
oh, that'd be amazing in her TARDIS, just as Lego. <laughs> Crystal, yeah. Crystal TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be... Um, that'd be that'd be fun, right? Yeah. I, I was saying, like, I really want them to do kind of like what they did with uh, the Time of Victorious, where they had different comics come out, um, audios, uh, events... I just want Time Fracture to come back because that that was freaking fantastic. I want to oh, I love Time Fracture. Time uh, Fracture was so good. I mean, they're looking for another location. Oh, please come back, please. I don't think it'll be in London again. No, please come up to the Middle East. I I want to I want to be closer to it. Oh, I agree. Trains to London are more oh, expensive. Yeah, they are not run by Virgin anymore. True. Yeah. Yeah. I am so sorry for my terrible internet, guys. Oh, you're this not. Okay. okay. Not your fault. Martin, Martin, you're in the States. I hope one day you'll get a chance to experience Time Fracture, Katie. Yeah. I think you'd love it. <laughs> I was supposed to do it when I went to visit my fiancé. Her fiancé, but uh, something came up, I assume. Yeah, I rem- yeah, it did. I remember uh, Katie saying that. I was, I was devastated for her. Yeah. Yeah. It it is um well I can't comment on it because I know I've been but <laughs> oh it was it was amazing like not giving any spoilers but I'm sure they'll change it for the next one yeah. but honestly yeah it's one of the best Doctor Who things I've been involved in I did the I did the first time in non costume and that was really fun and then we me and the group of friends promised I'd say a few months ago but it was when it. <laughs> I think she's doing all right. <laughs> oh, uh, um, that was an unfortunate freeze there. Oh God, uh, what? Did, I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but it was when it was yeah. flooded. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Oh, but... yeah, that was. <laughs> I was hoping to do it again before the end of the year, and then they're like, "No, we haven't sold enough tickets, so we're going to have to discontinue." I'm like, "No, I wanted to go in July." I know I was going to do it because I've been on two weeks off of work. I was planning to do it this week, but then they brought the date forward and I just couldn't make it before it closed. They did it in so such no, short notice. Yeah. Oh. Like, they could have done it until like the end of the summer. Like, oh, yeah. definitely. They could have done. Yeah, I, I think they could have sold enough tickets to at least push to the end of July. Yeah, at I least. agree. Um, but I tell you what, I, I will be forever grateful for the fact that we got to do it in costume again because that was so much fun. Like I went, I went in my full frock coat and like eleventh Doctor outfit, and we had our oh, wow. oh, it was so much fun. Okay, so when we went, um, both me and Ed, 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 Ed's a friend of mine. He he dressed in full fourth Doctor outfit, and he had a classic brown bag full of jelly babies, and we were going to give it to him. <laughs> and, oh, um, cool. Obviously, I was like, "Well, if we're doing this, I'm I'm getting some Jeff, uh, Jeremy Dodgers, because eleven. Yeah, and don't forget the custard creams. Uh, well, I still there, have mine. I still have a whole bunch of mine. There was no thirteen in that group, unfortunately, at that time. But we 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 got down to London. I I had bought a pack to bring down with me, and I forgot it, and I was kicking myself. And then I'm oh, like, no. you know what? I'll go to co-op. Yeah, first co-op we go sold out. Second co-op sold out. And we went, I kid you not, we went to five co-ops until the very last one had one packet, family packet. Oh, no. And so all throughout London, you just saw these group of cosplayers going (laughs) packing down this mysterious, like, this reclusive pack of jammy dodgers. But it was worth it in the end because we were just giving it to the scientists in the end. They were like, do you like a jammy dodger? And we were like, yes, I would. Also, but, I uh, considered doing a Doctor Who story once where they met Alfred Hitchcock. Good evening. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be a good meeting. That would be great. And when it when I was considering the idea in 2011, I had this idea of Robin Williams playing a possessed screenwriter. Oh, wow. Oh. Because that Robin Williams be was a massive Whovian. Yeah. He was? He yes. was. We just broke Katie. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Not only did he like Legend of Zelda, he liked Doctor Who. He liked yeah. Legend of Zelda. Why am I yeah. only now just hearing about he this? He named so, one of his daughters Zelda. His daughter's named Zelda after yeah. the princess. 
In fact, they used that for the Ocarina of Time 3D remake trailer. Oh, yeah, they were in it, weren't they? Yeah, they were in it. <laughs> because they were legit Nintendo fans. But yeah, he's, he was a big nerd, Robin oh, was. Yeah. Oh, he loves... Yeah, he loved Doctor Who. He was big into it. Um, which was really cool. Other famous Doctor Who fans, uh, David Duchovny was a fan of it. Oh, David... David Duchovny wanted to be in the show for years, and he kept saying it yeah. like, in conventions. It's like, whenever someone else was like, if you could be any show, what would it be? And he'd always say Doctor Who. Tom oh. Hanks and Stephen Hawking were fans as well. Oh, Stephen Hawking doesn't. Yeah. Listen. Peter Jackson. Oh, Peter Jackson's wanted to write an episode for, like, years. Um... I mean, didn't they use him a couple of times, like in some joke videos as well, like Stephen Moffat yeah. trying to call him and stuff? Because um, so, yeah, yeah, comic relief and things. They did. Oh, the um, the the the, uh, the six ish doctors. They had him on. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, Richard Dawkins. Um, oh, Rowan Williams is a fan, the former Archbishop of Canterbury. Oh, the, the funny thing, though, with Peter Jackson, though, is when they asked, like he said, I will direct an episode. You can waiver my directorial fee. I just want a Dalek. That was going to be his <laughs> fee to write an episode. He said, I don't care about the fee. I just want a Dalek. <laughs> and also fans of the show are Johnny Depp, Mark Hamill, George Lucas, and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. And Steven Spielberg tried to do a film of, uh, tried to do a Doctor Who film, and apparently Alan Rickman was in the running to play the Doctor. Ooh. Oh, he'd be a great choice. He would have been. <laughs> Judging by a frozen facial expression, I think I might have blown Katie's mind again. <laughs> yeah, I think you have. Oh, and Meatloaf was a fan of Doctor Who as well. The Queen is actually. Yeah, well, the Queen, yeah, that makes sense. I, I knew that. I mean, the Queen's met the Doctor. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I believe that the Queen's oh, yeah. met Matt Smith. I missed the prom. I know that was oh, the good. proms were brilliant, the Doctor Who proms, weren't they? What, what are Doctor Who proms? Um, Steve, uh, so it was pretty big. I'd say it got really traction, I would say, Matt Smith's era, because. Uh, Tennant had some at the, I'd say, just at the end of his era. But yeah. what they are is the the massive orchestral show, essentially. <gasps> and they make it live, live music, and occasionally the Doctor would make an appearance on the show. And my favourite, not biased or anything, but was Matt Smith's one where they had all the, the villains and stuff from Series 5. I know, it was brilliant in the War Albert Hall. Yeah, oh, fantastic. I, I wish I could have seen it. Like, it was live, um, wasn't it, on Teddy? Yeah, it was part of the, the, the proms. Of, yeah. And the cool thing he is... He showed up and his hair was shaved because he was doing Terminator. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw I that. that. That was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently Bob Dylan's a Doctor Who fan as well. The list just keeps growing. Yeah. There's so many And of them. he gave... And he gave permission for his music to be used in the story Silver Nemesis. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Is this the condition known as Madness Leader? It is. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. There's so many out there. And also the Beatles were fans of Doctor Who as well. Hey, Ringo, we're in the show. In fact, <laughs> there's a picture of John Lennon meeting a Dalek. Oh, wow. All right. That's what we need. We need the Doctor Who set in Glastonbury. <laughs> yeah, but we need Doctor Who proms returning. Um, oh, definitely. Because the music is the best part of Doctor Who, I think. Oh, I agree. Um, like Beautifully written. Yeah. Like for, I do love 13 like theme song, but I just wish there was more music. Uh, there's not much music within the current era yeah. like that you know, really. No, I'm rewatching it. Oops, sorry, go ahead. And apparently, someone who hated the show was Christopher Lee. 
Christopher. What? Apparently, Alan Moore. Oh, that just—he hates everything, (laughs) (laughs) including including some of his own. I hope they get Murray Gold back for this. Oh, I hope they get Murray. Yeah. Oh. And shooties as well. Like, well, Murray's see. been seen with Russell quite suspiciously a lot recently. In in um, I think he was at the um, at the Baftas, wasn't he? he That's he, probably he, only because yeah. of it's a sin and all that. Yes, but did it was was he the <laughs> strokes invisible master? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, it'd be nice to have him back because imagine like, if they got. Imagine if they got John Williams to compose some Doctor Who music. He won't do it anymore. Well, even if we wanted to, like he's he's retired now from movie and television. He's he's stepped down. He's only he's just doing original musics yeah. like to his own. Like it was on it was an article recently, um, which is a shame because John's movie scores are just. He's legendary. doing two more films. He's got oh, Spielberg's The Fablemans and the Fifth Indiana Jones movie. That's right, yeah. And yeah. Then he's oh, yeah. Stuck in there. He just but... needs a Tony to complete EGOT, by the way. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It is, um, there's somebody out there who like it, and like, it, like, it'd be nice to get Murray Cole back. Yeah. Because yeah. It, his music was gold. <laughs> although, uh... I, <laughs> I literally although... wake up every morning for work with I Am The Doctor, as my yeah. alarm ring. <laughs> oh, that's a fantastic track. Although Sagon Akanola has done some good work as well. I think with the new composer, I think me and Mason were uh, talking about this, is the fact that he doesn't have any he doesn't have any iconic themes, at least not in series 11, 12, or Flux. Um, the only one I would say that you could probably think of the top of your head is probably 13th theme, which is a fantastic theme. Yeah. Or the Cyberman music that he composed. Even the Cyberman one, I think the only one I I remember, like, I can hear in my head is the Cybermaster. Yeah, the Cybermaster. What what about the the theme to Captain Jack's entrance and the future ship of the Jajun? They're a good piece of music, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That one was pretty cool. Yeah. But you can't really think of money. <laughs> no. Whereas you think of Murray Gold, you think you can probably name you got Night of the Daleks, you yeah. got I am the Doctor, you got Doctor Forever, you've got Triumphant Song, you've you've you got Dazzling End. Exactly. <laughs> you can literally start naming them. And the thing is you can hum them as well, which is Yeah. Like, like, come on! I like no. The doctors, you're like, it's just like you. All of those you can like, but I think the only one I know, like, I can probably hum is probably the thirteenth um, theme song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Um, um, hopefully, we get Murray. Yeah, if we don't get Murray, just someone that. Like, like, like me and David said before, like, have songs that we can remember. Yeah. Because I remember buying the CDs of Murray Gold's, like, yeah. series. Remember CDs? They were saying... <laughs> I, I still yes, we... have Series 3 and Series 4 on CD, so no Same. I've got Series 4 just old. over there. <laughs> I... Yeah. I'm, uh, my CD collection is lacking. I see. Yeah. So, so guys. Not like the DVD collection you see behind you. Oh, there's quite a lot there. <laughs> there's much more in the house. <laughs> All right. Um, Some up in the loft, others under the bed. Wow. Well, all right. Um, right. B- b- before we finish, because we, we've we've done a quite a lot of talking about Doctor Who, about Awesome as well. Um, well, what I'm going to do, I don't know, I'm going to go for each of you. Um, it may be, you may know it, you may not. So you can, you can't have the choice, I suppose. You can either do both or one or one of all. So you either you can say 
advice about autism or or a quote in Doctor Who that you relate to. And it may be one you've already said already in, in a past episode in the series, or it may not be. But so I'm, I'm going to start with Katie. Um, um, so I'll start with her. This is, you are the maddest, most beautiful thing I have ever experienced. And I haven't even scratched the surface. That's great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that scene moves me every time I watch it. Yeah. And I, again, I'm so sorry about all of the uh, issues with my Wi-Fi. Yeah. No, no, uh, it's, it, it's great because it, it's like within, within the TARDIS, that stuff happens. It all gets disrupted, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, the time vortex a couple of times. Yeah. 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 It seems we've been through the time vortex today. <laughs> um yeah, and and thanks to you, Katie, with all those internet troubles, I think I had a good aim for the episode, the unstable internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Brilliant. Yeah, um, but yeah, if, 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 if I thanks, uh, Katie, it, it was, uh, I, I love that quote too, it's, it's really relatable. Um, so David, back to you, oh. my friend. <laughs> um... I'm going to say this is my favorite quote and it makes me sad every time, but I will, I will quote it because it's my favorite and I'm going to act it out like I did last time, but we're all different people all through our lives, but that's okay. That's good. You've got to keep going so long as you remember all the people that used to be. I will not forget one line of this. But one day, I swear, I'll always remember when the doctor was me. Oh, well done. That's brilliant. I love that. It gets me every time. And when I do it in costume on TikTok, it always, always, I always have to run off and it always tears me out. It's such a great. But it's the the beginning of the line. It makes so much sense that we're all different people from beginning of our lives all the way to the end and the, the thing is just to keep going and yeah. that's, that's yeah. what the show teaches and that's yeah that changes a good thing so have, yeah have you ever yeah. acted it out with your own voice david like, like, no because it's down, <laughs> it would sound really weird if i I'm, I'm sorry there's only one voice for it and it's just matt's yeah. calming voice i mean I, I i guess i would say like um we're all different people all through our lives but that's okay that's good you've got to keep going so long as you remember all the people that you used to be so that's probably how i was but it's a great line and it's something i mean matt has so many great ones throughout his sleep i mean the fact um that every everyone is unique that there is not another one of you in the universe you yeah. are unique and I, I i like that one there's too many in matt's era that i love but i could be here all day and i'll yeah. i suppose I'll, we could <laughs> but, 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 thanks david it's uh, like uh, as good as last time <laughs> um james over to you so this quote that I really love is that I love it so much. I'm getting a tattoo of it along with the TARDIS um, at the end of the month, but it's, I'm pretty, yeah, after all, wolf stories in the end. So let's make it a good one. Eh? And it just shows that we shouldn't, we should live our lives. We shouldn't be defined by anyone else. We shouldn't compare ourselves to anything in the media or anything like negative. We should live our lives how much we want to, and that we should just embrace ourselves and love all the negative bits about us and uh, all the positive things as well and celebrate all little achievements, whether little or big. Yeah, like, uh, I love that quote too, like, because we are all stories in the end, um, yeah. aren't we? And yeah, like, uh, at some point in the future, I'd like to get it too. Um, like uh, for, for for my crones, I, I'd like to get yeah. like um uh, that inside the TARDIS or something because oh, it be like um but because of my crones being all the medication I'm on um not can't at the moment but some for the oh, future no. but it's good that you're gonna tattoo it's yeah. it's kind of it, it's good like 
Take um, me a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do take time, don't they? Um, but um, yeah, I love that quote. Um, and Jack, um, over to you. I'm going to cheat. I've got two. Okay. First one is from the fourth doctor. The very powerful and the very stupid have one thing in common. They don't change their views to fit the facts. They change the facts to fit their views, which can be uncomfortable if you happen to be one of the facts. It <laughs> needs changing. Yeah, that's a good one. And the second one is from the uh, first doctor. One day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Till then there must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forth in all your beliefs and prove to me that I'm not mistaken in mine. Yeah, that, uh, they're, they're both brilliant, and I don't think I've heard any of them this series. Actually, Kate, I haven't heard yours either, so um, it, 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 it's great that we're hearing new, new quotes, because what I'm doing is eventually, uh, the reason I ask you is not only because it relates to you as a person, is but by the end of the series, that there's going to be a kind of a graphic design created with everyone's quotes on. That, 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 oh, that's lovely. And, oh, I love that. And, and everyone's going to, I'm going to send one to all of you with everyone's quotes that everyone said. And oh, um, it may take a bit of time, but it won't be a quick thing, but it will, everyone's quotes that you've all said will be there. Uh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, it's been great seeing you all again. Um, and Indeed um, it has. It, it's been awesome. I'm glad you've all enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, it's been fantastic. Yeah. It's good to know my future's in good hands. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it is in good hands. And for our future selves, past selves, um, I'll see you in the next journey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.